six. Um, so so la last night, as, as I was praying, um, really, so some of the prayer points that I just that I just asked you to specifically pray for, uh, were pr prayed in one way or the other during the during the course of tonight. But this is is one thing that I really want you to pray for. For, for the church, Ezekiel 36, 26, and it says, and I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. So some, some people need a new spirit within them. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it says, and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give, out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. You see, when a heart of stone is within the flesh, there is insensitivity to the things of God. And secondly, there is insensitivity to people. When you have a heart that is of stone, you don't feel what other people are feeling because you don't have what they have. And so you are hard to work with, you are hard to deal with because you've got a heart of stone rather than a heart of flesh. And so God must replace a heart of stone with a, with a heart of flesh. Amen. And so I want us to pray for, for, for that church and, 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 and pray. You know, I, 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 I was crying last night and I said, God, you need to start with us as leaders. That I pray that amongst us as, as leaders, there is none of, of, of us who have hearts of stone. Because if you've got a leader who's got a heart of stone, you'll be a bitter leader. And you'll be spitting bitterness rather than the word of God. And, and so God must start with the leaders. And, and come also to the rest of the congregation. Amen. Amen. So, so pray, pray for that. It's just a burden that I, that I have in, in that, you know, let there be a new spirit and a new heart. So it's a new heart and a new spirit. Because sometimes we've been through stuff. We've been through stuff that have hardened us. We've been through issues that have made us hard. That have made us, that, that made us cake up and become, become difficult or become resistant, or, or, or we, we, become, we, we become protective of our space, that God can't touch you anymore. Mm. And, and that, that you know, we, I don't know who, who you are, you've been through some stuff, but, but God set you free in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we need to have a heart that is sensitive and responsive to God. And don't go home tonight if you're here, with, with a heart of stone. Amen. Let God touch you, set you free. Sometimes we, we are even bitter with God. Say, God, you didn't bless me when, 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 when they said you would bless me. So you're bitter with God. Your, your bitterness has moved beyond the, the man of God that prophesied over your life and you're now bitter with God himself. God must deliver you tonight. And give you a new spirit. I'll put a new spirit in them and, I, and I'll give them a, a new a new heart. Amen. Amen. So 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 let's keep praying for that. Let's let's go to the to the word to the word that I that I have on my heart tonight. Um if if uh, I've I've several things that I wanna just wanna deposit on on in into to to us. Daniel, Daniel chapter 11. Daniel chapter 11 is, is the text from which I, I base what I'm going to share with us uh, to, tonight. 
Um, and, and Daniel, Daniel was prophesying in, in Daniel chapter 11. Daniel was prophesying. And in particular, when he comes to this part of the prophecy um, of Daniel 11, verse 32, I'm going to just read. I'm just going to read that. Um, it says, and, as, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be, shall he corrupt by flatteries, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Then the key aspect of that text is, is the second part that, that, that we, we often hear so much uh, about. And it says, the people that, that do know their God shall be strong and and do exploits. The background of the situation is what is explained in the first in the first phrase, and you need to sort of go back into some of the history of then what happened after this prophecy of of Daniel, and it comes out and apparently the 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 history and of the fulfillment of this prophecy was was recorded in a in a book of the Maccabees which is found in the Apocrypha apparently. That's where that's where it is. But the key thing about it is, is the time that it points to and what particularly happened to the guys that were that Daniel was speaking to here. The guy is called Maccabee. Uh, he's called Judas Maccabus. And Judas Maccabus was was a was a small clan or, or group that was amongst the people that were there of the people of God. And, and as, they, as they went out um, uh, into, into the situation, they were, they were very small people amongst many. And being a small people amongst many, the challenge, the challenge that approached them was a challenge of war. Having to fight a war, being challenged by bigger armies and, and stronger armies and, and stronger people than them. But Judas Maccabees and the people that he was leading said, we know our God. We know the God that we serve and we will stick with that God. It doesn't matter what happens, whether we lose the battle or we don't lose the battle, we will stick with that God. And so they were winning their battles in, in small as they were. They would lose, come back, fight, and eventually win. And they continued like this. Is when people were pushing them to forsake their God, they kept with their God. And, 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 and just as Daniel had said to say, there will be those that will be, will be pushed away by the flatteries. They will be given some nice stories about what they can and cannot do. But they will be a people that know they are God and will do exploits. Yeah. They will not be moved by the nice things being said about them. They will not be moved by the other options that they are being given. They will stick with their God because they know their God and they will do great things. And so they, they did great things. But what struck me was, while Daniel is making this prophecy of the future, of what would happen in the future, what strikes me about this whole passage is that this is just the way Daniel himself lived. This is, this is just how you describe Daniel himself apparently. And if you look at Daniel, who is Daniel? Daniel is one of the, one of the many that were chosen to come to, to, to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar when he came to conquer, when he came to conquer the, the Israelites and conquered the, the uh, Judea and destroyed everything and took everything. And then he said, choose for me some choice young men. Some choice young men. And, and, and bring these young men to my temple and teach them. Choose those that can be trained. 
I was looking at it and I said, one day I, I, I need to, to talk about the qualities of those that were chosen. But they were choice young men that were chosen. Having been chosen, Daniel is brought in before the, the, the king and, and they are given food to eat and they are, they are taught all kinds of things because they were supposed to know and to understand how the system works. I, I love that because um, um, if, you, if you're going to succeed in anything, you need to understand how the system works. You need to understand how the system works. Don't just rush into things. Understand how things work. Amen. Amen. Understand how the system works. The king wanted these guys to be able to, to rule and to take up tasks within his government. That's why he wanted choice young men. But then before they could take up tasks, they need to understand how the system works. So they were taught how the system works. Amen. Amen. This is why those of you that have read the book of Daniel, you will find that whenever the king was, was happy with whatever Daniel did, he promoted him to be governor of this and governor of that. And even Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were also made governors. Why? Because they had been taught how to manage the system. Amen. Amen. One of you guys will end up a politician. Understand how systems work. I thought I would get an amen, but it's okay. It's okay. So, so here we are. He says, the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, Verse 34, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, walked violent in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. I've just picked the portion where it refers to the exploits that Daniel and his friends did. There were several of them that had been chosen to come into the king's palace. But there are these four that made the difference. And, and they are recorded in the gallery of Acts of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11. And, and here it says of, of, of them, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises. If particularly of Daniel, he stopped the mouths of lions. You can also accrue this to Samson as well because Samson tore the lion with his bare hands. Verse 34 talked about they quenched the violence of fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown into the pit of fire and the fire could not burn them. Actually, the Bible says they came out and their clothes did not even smell of the smoke. Yet they'd been in the fire. And, and escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in fight. Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. I have, I have called tonight shine. Shine because you must come out of this place saying, I am going to shine. Yes. The people that know their God. I know God, I must shine. Yes. We were challenged on Sunday that we, we have the glory of God. The glory of God should be manifesting in our lives. I need you to rise up out of this place and go and shine. Yes. 
In whatever you do, you must shine. Amen. When it comes to the word of God, you must shine. Amen. When it comes to your work, you must shine. Amen. When it comes to your studies, you must shine. Amen. In your family, you must shine. Amen. And you need to just go out and shine. Amen. Concerning your marriage, it must shine. Hallelujah. Amen. Your children also must shine. Amen. Amen. Shining comes in so many ways, but you must shine. shine. Hallelujah. You must shine. Whichever way you do, you must shine. Amen. Amen. There must be a shining around you. And so let me just start by giving you these few points. Those that do know their God, those that do know their God do several things. And I just need you to also be able to do these things because it will help you also to know God more. Number one, those that do know God, they pray. The people that know God pray. If you are not somebody who prays, you don't know God. Amen. Amen. Because prayer is talking to your father. And I know as I grew up, they said, don't talk to strangers. But talk to people you? Is that not what you're teaching your child? Don't talk to strangers because you don't know them. But talk to pastor because you know him. I know I see several kids that sometimes come and run and talk to me and wonder, whose child is this one? But the reason they can come to me and because you say, this is pastor. And they know, they even know pastor before they know who papa is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now make sure your child knows their father. <laughs> Not that they are going past and then your husband is saying, is pastor the father of this child? <laughs> but but they, they, they know pastor, they copy pastor because they know who pastor is. You must know who your father is. God is your father. The people that know their God talk to their father. They pray. Amen. Amen. So if you are not praying, you don't know who your father. The people that know God, they worship. They worship. They know how to give him reverence. They know how to give honor. So if you struggle with worship... You you haven't known who God is yet. When you know who God is, you will enjoy worship. I was was speaking to some people and said, Pastor, why do you make us pray after we have sung a song? And I said, because worship is beyond the song. Anybody can sing songs. Devils sing songs. Kanye West now is singing gospel music. I don't know if he's born again, but he, there was a, he's declared, I'm now going to make money out of gospel music. Mm-hmm. I've got all kinds of people that have sung gospel music and they have nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey started a cult and they sing also gospel music. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing special about singing a song, yeah. but the difference is how you go beyond the song. The people that know their God worship. Amen. 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 Worship. Demons also sing songs. In fact, the music industry is driven by demons. Don't joke with them. Have you ever heard Beyonce singing? Have you ever seen Michael Jackson? How he used to sing and millions and billions of people would stand watching him. Have you ever heard some of this gospel music singing? Some songs we sing in church nowadays, I wonder if they are really gospel music. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They sound very good. And you wonder. So I told you one time that I said to the praise worship, if you don't have Jesus in your song, please don't sing. And one guy, one guy, you know, Fred, Fred, our Fred is a special guy. He came the following Sunday. Every single song had Jesus in it. Man, the praise and worship on that day was powerful. Because there's something about the name of Jesus that brings people to worship. The people that know their God, they worship. The people who know God, they read the word. They are searching the word so that they can know it. It is in going into the word that you will find God. When you dig into the logos, into the written word, God will begin to show you himself and you will have Rema. Hallelujah. The people that know God go into the word. I love Daniel. Before he made this prayer of 21 days, this is why now we all are always talking about 21 day fasting and we refer to Daniel. You see, why did Daniel end up in a 21 day fast? Because he had read the word. He didn't go into a 21 day fast because he was in trouble. He went into a 21 day fast because he had read the word. You go into a fast without even having a scripture. And you finish your hunger strike without even reading the Bible. And you tell us you were praying. The people that know God are based on scripture. They are based on the word of God. Don't listen to some motivational teaching from someone and say this is no. You need the word of God. Even when it's not motivational. Even when the word of God says repent. Your heart of stone must be changed to a heart of flesh. You need that word. Amen. Amen. When the word of God says live a righteous word, life. You need that word. Amen. Amen. Stop stealing and start working. You need that word. It's the word that transforms and changes us. Work hard. Don't go to sleep but work. You need that word. Now sleep because God gives his beloved sleep. You need that word. It will save you. It makes the difference, amen, Amen. between those that know God and those that do not. So go into the Word. Get to know the Word. The people that know God, they know the Word and they speak the Word. They live the Word. I am looking forward to the day that when I send you a text message, you reply me with a scripture. Not just reply me with your problem. Not just reply me with nice spiritual jargon, but reply me with the scripture. You know, yes, that is just jargon. It is well. What is well? When you say, Pastor, I'm sick, call, call me. I send you a text and you say, It is well. What is well? Give me a scripture or give me the truth. Amen. Amen. If you can't give me a scripture, give me at least the truth. Pastor, I'm sick. The studies is not going well. You need a help. Amen. Amen. I prefer somebody who tells me help than somebody who tries to please me with spiritual jargon. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is a good God. Because sometimes I can tell this is just flatter. But the people that know they are God. So, so guys, we must know and speak the word. Speak the word. When people are not looking and things are tough, speak the word. 
The equation is not adding up. Speak the word. The thesis is not moving. Speak the word. The husband didn't come home. Speak the word. Speak the word. The money is not coming together. Speak the word. But money answereth all things. <laughs> Serious. You need to speak the word. Declare the word into situations. Demons are troubling you in left, right, and center. You need to speak the word. Fill yourself with the word. Not some nice message of the prophet. Speak the word. You hear what I'm saying, church? The word. The word of God. Go into it. If you don't have a Bible, buy it or download it onto your phone. And read it. Listen to it. Study it. Go into it. Daniel was studying the word of God. And, and the people that know their God, they walk in faith. And I've been teaching you about faith. And we must walk in faith. Amen. We must move in faith. The people that know their God seek to please the Lord. They seek to please the Lord. They are consumed by a desire to please the Lord. You see, Daniel was so consumed that when they gave him nice choice meat at the king's table, hey, with the way I love meat, I was saying Daniel is strong. Oh, to choose vegetables over meat. Thank God I'm in the time of Jesus Christ. I would have said all food is sanctified by the word and by prayer. But Daniel... Even though he had the word, he says, I will not defile myself. I, I, I choose to please the Lord. Because this meat will not please God. Even if I pray over it, this meat will not please God. This eating will not please God. You know, there's some eating that we eat that does not please God. Even when it's not the day of fasting. There are some eating we eat that does not please God. Come on, people. Yes. If you come to me, I'll not pray for you because you're eating too much. <laughs> or because you're not eating. Huh? Some people, you're starving yourself. I'll not pray for you when you're sick. Go and eat. <laughs> Fasting is over now. Go and eat. And eat proper. Starch. Protein, vegetable. <laughs> and drink juice afterwards. Amen. Amen. Now the sun is going away, all of you. Make sure you are taking vitamin D tablets. You heard what I said? Go and buy them. And take times two the dose of what you buy in the supermarket. Because you need it. You are black like me, so go and buy it and take it. Yelko, you can take the doses it is prescribed on the bottle. All of you, you take times two. <laughs> you are looking at me and saying, Pastor, what is it? But, you know, so we, 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 must, we must understand the... Some of you were listening. You must understand the system. And you come, oh, my back... All my bones. Yeah, you have no vitamin D. 
But Daniel understood I should eat that which pleases the Lord. I need you to go out and preach also in winter, so eat well. Amen. Amen. Drink grape juice to keep your blood nice and flowing so that we can take you to the streets to preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you are quiet and say, well, is this what we came for night video for? Yes. This is it. Because you must be healthy to serve the Lord. Daniel understood that I must be healthy to serve the Lord. So I will not eat the king's meat and drink his wine. Some of you, by the time they put wine on the table, ha, we will forget that you are the brother. I went to somebody's house, and the guy brings out beer. You know, he said, but this is one of the leaders in church. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he brings out his beer there. And one of the other leaders, the other leaders is now thinking, should I drink or should I drink? <laughs> Some people are so cruel. Watch your friends. Huh? Watch your friends. The other guy says, Ah, oh, don't mind, Pastor. Just drink. And I say, hey, God, some people have no fear. If you're not even afraid that Pastor is here, what more about God that you don't see? You could have waited until I go away. Like when I went to another party. I went to another party. They were all holy, holy, holy. When I finished my prayer, prayed and declared, this is now open. Uh, gentlemen and ladies, I'm sorry, but I need to attend something else. The moment I walked out the door, for some reason, I left my jacket in the house. By the time I came back, everything that looked like a church was now disco. <laughs> Serious, in the space of five, ten minutes. So, so, so you need to watch out. Watch out your friends. That was just by the side. But Daniel... Daniel understood that I should not defile myself. I must please the Lord. Amen. Amen. I must please the Lord. Whether I am in Babylon or I am in Jerusalem, I must please the Lord. I must show God glory. My life must give God the glory. I am the glory of God. I represent God in my own land and in a foreign land. Amen. Amen. Wherever I am, in Bonsestag as well as in Harwick, I represent God. In Hookstrat and in Arnhem, I represent God. Know that by the day you go to Arnhem, you are a completely different person. Oh yes, my sister is laughing because she moved to Arnhem. We need to hear that you are still the same sister who used to lead prayers in Wagenkin. Other people say, ah, you said the Christian moved into our neighborhood. We have not even seen them. But that one, that one, fire, fire, what? what fire are you talking about? Their house is as cold as the stone floor in winter. Please God, wherever you are, whatever you do, you must seek to please the Lord. This is the, the life that Daniel was living. And as Daniel was living this life, he was shining. Hallelujah. Amen. He was shining. Just want to take you through because, you see, knowing God causes you to move from glory to glory. Yes. Knowing God makes you move from one level to another. You see, Daniel comes in because he knows God. He comes in and the first thing they do is they, they are just feeding them. And then if you go to Daniel chapter 1 verse 15 to 17, the Bible says at the end of 10 days when, they, when Daniel had decided to eat vegetables only as in a trial period. 
Oh, God can still work miracles. And, and here, I, here I said, you know, when you know God, even your countenance will shine. Amen. Even your face will shine. Yes. We will see this one is a child of God. Yes. Even when there is trouble, people will look at you and say, ah, are you not troubled like we are? You know, Jesus was sleeping when the storm was going on. Yes. Have you ever read that portion of scripture? Yes. The disciples are busy pushing water out. I'm still trying to understand how that boat must have been, but Jesus was sleeping. He was sleeping. They had to wake him up and say, Jesus, do you not care? And Jesus wakes up and says, what is wrong with you? Okay, wind, peace, be still. <laughs> the people that know they are God, wake up and say, peace, be still. Your countenance shines. We, we must see the joy radiating in you. And it's not to say that there are no problems. This guy was eating vegetables only, remember. <laughs> While others were chopping meat. It's not easy to sit there. I remember when you are fasting, and you've been fasting this week. The prayer, the prayer team was fasting more days than the rest of the church. And, and I'm sure you, there were days when you are sitting there and you see others just chopping. My wife was saying somebody came with all this food and they were just placing it on people's desks. And you're wondering, what am I going to do now? It's not easy to sit there and see others eating. You know, they, they say that the choice of the king's meat, this is not just ordinary meat, guys. And you have to just chop vegetables. But, but you see, even when things are not looking as good for you, you must shine. Yes. You must shine. He must shine. His countenance shines. So in, in, Daniel chap, in Daniel chapter 1, let me just go through these points very quickly. He says, and at the end of 10 days, their countenances, their faces appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. And, and, and verse 17 says, and as for these four children, it says Daniel, Meshach, Abednego, and Shadrach, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. So you, you must get to the place where you will shine above your peers. In one way or the other. I'm intrigued in the way that it says they had all these skills. But Daniel had also his other skill. You also have your own unique skill that you must shine in. Hallelujah. Amen. Your countenance, your, your presence, your abilities must shine. The things that God has placed in you must shine. And God must bring them out even more because you know Him. Mm. Number, number two thing there is, is Daniel 1.20. Daniel 1.20 says, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them how many times? Ten times. Better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. You see, now, I'm, I'm, I'm challenged by, by this because there are many guys in our classes, in our workplaces that are doing, getting grades better than us. Yes or no? Yes. Maybe even your supervisor is not even a Christian. He, he doesn't. My professor was used to mock me sometimes about me being a Christian and a microbiologist. And then he won the Spinoza Award. And you know who Spinoza was? He was a guy that the church kicked out. 
because he had said the world is, is round and not flat. And the people kicked him out of church in, in, here in the Netherlands. They kicked him out of church because he was pushing that, 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 those theories. And my professor got this Spinoza Award. So you can imagine me benefiting from a Spinoza Award. <laughs> of somebody who didn't believe in what I was believing, it was an easy way to be mocked amongst my peers. But in the end, God causes me to shine to the point that he, he had so much, so much respect to what I'd done that he had to organize a seminar for me at the end of my graduation, just to put me amongst other professors. And I was thinking there, my mother was shocked. I was thinking there, why did he do this? Because all the other guys who graduated around my same time, he did nothing of that sort. What is it that he's done? It's because God knows how to make you 10 times better. Yeah. I did not get a cum laude like some of his, one or two of his students, but he made me 10 times better to deserve that extra thing on my graduation. Why am I telling you this? Because God has made you 10 times better. There's something inside of you that is 10 times better than your peers, that is 10 times better than the people that are mocking you, that is 10 times better than the people that are looking at you and thinking you're crazy to go to church. There's something in you that God can bring 10 times better. And so you need to know God enough to see that 10 times better come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. I need you to know God because that's where your glory is going to shine. Yeah. And when you know God, you will know secrets. Mm. Yes. You will know the secrets of your father. He will reveal deep things to you. See, the king dreams a dream. The king dreams a dream and he forgets the dream. But all he remembers is this is a dream that is so troubling and I need to know what that dream meant. But he can't remember what the dream was. And so he has now vowed to say, I will kill every magician until, unless somebody tells me what I dreamt. And the magicians of the Chaldeans said, Oh king, what you ask has never been asked by anyone before. It is a rare thing that somebody will ask, to, uh, what did I, tell me what I dreamt and interpret then what I have dreamt. And I was thinking and thinking, say, hey, this king is serious. Because these guys cannot dare lie to him now. Because if you lie, the king will tell you, that is not my dream. <laughs> yes, he may have forgotten, but he, by the time you start telling, king, you dreamt this, you tell you, this is not what I dreamt. So you can't lie to him. And then Daniel comes and says, just give me some space. Give me some time. Then he comes back and, and starts to say to the king, oh, king, there is a God. I love this. Go with me to Daniel chapter 2, verse 27. Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded cannot the wise men. I'm reading from the King James Version by choice again. The astrologers and the magicians, the soothsayers, they cannot show you, O king. Verse 28 says, But there is a God in heaven. In principle, Daniel is saying, I know that God in heaven can tell you. The, the, the people of the world cannot understand this one. They cannot tell you what this means. But there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. And that God in heaven can give you the understanding that God in heaven reveals secrets. And he makes known to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, 
What shall be in the later days? And this is what you dreamt on your bed. There is a God in heaven. When you know this God, you will know that he can reveal secrets to you. He can tell you things before they happen. He can tell you things before. I mean, I was talking to my wife as we were driving here. And my wife mentioned something to me and I said, you know what? I, 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 thought, I thought I had an understanding that something like that was happening. And she says, how did you know? I said, you know, God reveals some things. I don't need always to be told by people. Because God knows what is happening in men. God knows what is happening in the heart of people. And, and if we just wait in the presence of God, He can tell you those things. If you can just wait before the Lord, talk to God, hear Him speak to you, it will solve a lot of issues for you. It will help you go through the period you are going through. Mm -hmm. It will help you manage the stress that you are faced with. <coughs> because He reveals secrets. <coughs> and you will be surprised when God shows you, it is okay, I've sorted it out. You just need to go through it, but I've sorted it out. Because He reveals secrets. So He says, God reveals secrets and lets you know what will happen in the later days. That's what He says to, to King Nebuchadnezzar here. If you jump to verse 47 of that Daniel 2, he says, The king answered to Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods. You must shine that people who say your God is a God of gods. Well, one day, one day, a colleague of mine came super stressed because the situation was rather tense. And then they came and said, you know, Farai, I think maybe because you go to church, things are not so stressful for you. <laughs> we are all faced with the same thing. But there is a God in the heavens who rules also on the earth. I serve that God. No matter what happens, I know that God is with me. And for you, I'm sorry, unless you decide to join me. <laughs> we, we must come to the place where people can identify your God just by looking at you. Yes. I was being challenged by somebody who says, somebody just walked up to them and says, you must be a Christian. I said, wow, I love that kind of testimony. What is it written on you that says I'm a Christian? I'm, not, I'm just wearing also just tight-skinned jeans like everybody else. But somebody distinguishes me and you and says, this one is a Christian. What is it that is there? It's because there is something that, that must shine through you. Like Nebuchadnezzar says, there is a God. He says, your God is a God of gods and the Lord of kings. He's now saying he's also my my Lord, and a revealer of secrets, seeing that you have revealed this secret. He reveals secrets to you so that you can reveal it to others. You can know what is going to happen in the future. There is a sense that God gives you. There is an understanding that God opens for you. Just like we have in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that, but it is written, I has not seen. No ear, no ear heard that things that God has prepared. But these things are revealed to us by the Spirit. It's, by, it's to those that know their God. The Holy Spirit must be seen in you. 
And the Holy Spirit must show that you are able. The, again, the king dreams another dream. This time he does not forget. But he calls the magicians. And of course, the magicians could not tell him what the dream was about. And then he calls Daniel. And now he's, he's, he refers to Daniel by the name he had given him. Or they had given him in the Chaldees. In verse, chapter 4, verse 18. Daniel 4, verse 18 says, This dream, this dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen. Now thou, O Belteshazzar, declare the interpretation thereof. O Daniel, tell me what this dream is. What does it mean? The king had dreamed a dream of a big tree that suddenly an angel or, an, or, or something came up and said, This tree must be cut off but leave the root there. The king was shaken. And so he calls again, and all the magicians tried, they could not answer. But Daniel is called. And this is what the king says to Daniel. says, you tell me what it means. For as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation, but thou art able. I need you as a child of God to come to a place where people will call you and say, it is possible when you are involved. I need your peers to say, if you are part of our group, we will pass. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. I need people to say, come and, come and be part of our team. You must be the one they are looking for, not to say, I leave that Christian alone, always going, and you are showing nothing. They need to, they need to want you to be with them. That they need to desire you to be part of them. We don't believe in your Jesus, but you know, it's good to be with you. I had one guy say that to me, and I said, you should just believe in the Jesus. Don't just want to be with me. You want to be with me because of this Jesus that I have. So want him also and say, ah, your Jesus is not for me, but, but, but you, you can be for me. But, but, but you understand, what the king is saying, they say, the king is saying, I know, Daniel, you are able. I was being challenged, say, hey, Daniel was in a fix this time around. But Daniel knows he's God. Hallelujah. And he tells the king what it means. The Bible says, he, after Daniel heard the king's, the king's dream, he was quiet for one hour. Just quiet for one hour. Until the king said, Daniel, I know you know what this dream is. Tell me. The king says, you are able. Why are you able? Because you have a God in you. You are able because you have God on your side. And, and not only that, it says, for the spirit of the holy gods is in thee. Oh, I love that. The spirits of the holy gods is in thee. The king Nebuchadnezzar could only call it the spirits of the holy gods. But we know we have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit works in us to do great and mighty things. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, be my witnesses. And we must be the witness of God. The glory of God must shine through us by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are able to do great things because we have the Holy Spirit. Much more than Daniel did. We are able. Tell your neighbor, I'm able. I'm able. Daniel chapter 6, 
verse 3 to 5, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. We must know God to the point that we are preferred. We are preferred. I, I, we need Christians that become preferred in society. We need to change. See, I, when I heard, I heard one time many years ago, somebody says, I will not hire a Christian into my company. I said, but why? He says, because Christians are always going to prayer. They've got fasting and this and this, and they are not efficient. And they're asking to go to this conference and that conference and this. And I said, but, but God, I need to be the Christian that this guy will want to employ. You and I can change that. So I used to write on my CV, Christian Farang. <laughs> Just why I'm a Christian, born again, tongue talking, spirit filled. Until somebody said, You scare people when you do that. <laughs> so I took it off. But serious, I had my CV that sort born again, Holy Spirit filled. Worked for this and this company. And they said, How does you work for such a good company? And born again, spirit filled, tongue talking. You need to want to employ me. Walked into an interview one day and, 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 and been praying in tongues, obviously. Coming over, sitting in this small bus, praying in tongues. I get there and talking and talking. And after I get the job, this manager says, you know, there were so many experienced guys that came into my office to, that you were up against. But for some reason, you were so enthusiastic, I had to take you. I said, thank you, God. Tongue talking, Holy Spirit. Makes a difference. I was just preferred. I walked into his office praying in tongues. You must be preferred. Like Daniel was preferred. You must be wanted. Like Daniel was wanted. Isaiah... Isaiah says, you shall be the sought-after generation. You shall be the sought-after generation. These stopped mouths of lions. And these quenched fires. I want to leave you with, this two, with these two aspects. As, as much as it comes to the fire, I believe I need to tell somebody this, this word to say, the fire... The fire brings out the glory in you. The fire brings out the glory in you. You can, you can see it in many ways. Gold is purified by fire. Diamonds are, are becoming diamonds because the coal is having pressure upon it. But also heat upon it makes it even stronger. Fire Fire and heat has a way of bringing out the glory of God. Mm -hmm. and, and also, your glory of God must, must cause you to shine to such an extent that even when you are thrown into the fire, you are surviving and coming out smokeless. Mm -hmm. I'm touched by what happens to, to the friends of Daniel when they are thrown into this fire. These guys had said to Nebuchadnezzar, we do not care to explain why we are not bowing. And we will not be bothered to try to justify ourselves. But be rest assured. Throw us into the fire. We will burn. It's okay. If our God does not save us. It's still okay. One thing you must know. We know our God enough not to bow down to your image. 
I need a child of God who will shine like that. So these guys are thrown into the fire. While they are in the fire, Daniel chapter 3, verse 25 says this. The king has thrown these people into the fire. And, and the king then asked, oh, verse 24, let's start from verse 24. Verse 24 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished or astonished. He rose up in haste and spake and said to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire, into the midst of the fire? And the people asked to the king, yes, we did. But the king answered and said to them, verse 25, Lo, I see how many people? Four. 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 We threw in three. The others were just bent immediately by the fire because the fire was so hot. The people that did not know God were burnt. The soldiers, they actually took very strong soldiers to bind these three guys. Those very strong soldiers were bent by their own fire. But these that were thrown in, now they are seeing four men in the fire. And this is what the king says. I see four men walking in the midst of the fire. They have no hurt on them. I don't know how they could see that, but glory causes people to see you through fire. In the form of the fourth. Do you see that with me, church? Yes. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Suddenly, suddenly the king knows the Son of God. How does the king Nebuchadnezzar know about the Son of God? The fourth looks like the Son of God. Capital letter G, no longer the Son of God's. The Son of God. There is a glory that has suddenly come into the fire. That has come out because these guys have been thrown into the fire. The people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Even in the fire, your glory must shine. Fire brings out the glory in you. And I want you to know this particular word for, th for this month. That whatever you will go through this particular month. Even if it looks like fire, it glory must come out in you in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Son of God must be seen with you. Did you hear what I said? The glory of the Son of God must be seen with you. You have Jesus in your life. You have God in your life. Stand with me. You have Jesus in, with you. He is with you. Always says, I will be with you. Always, now and forever. His glory must be seen to be with you. When you are in the fire, let the glory be seen. When you are in deep waters, the glory must be seen. When you are in trouble, the glory must be seen. In your joy, the glory must be seen. In your success, the glory must be seen. In the midst of the difficulty, glory must be seen. Hallelujah. I want you to pray and say, God, let your glory be manifest in my life. Let your glory be manifest in my life. Let the glory be manifest in my life. The glory of God was seen even in the life of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And of Daniel, he was there with the lion. And when they looked, they found Daniel is just sitting there with the lions. And the lions have not hurt him. The glory of God is seen again. All the glory must be seen through your life in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray, let the glory of oh God manifest in my life. Let the glory manifest in every part and every...
every area of my life and of my being in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord my God, I pray. I need you to pray church. I don't hear you praying. I need somebody to just cry out to God. Your light must go out and shine. Say, Father, I must shine for you. Lord, cause me to shine out for you. In the name of Jesus, cause me to shine out for you, oh Lord. Oh God, let the glory, let the glory, let the glory. Shine in me, oh God. Let it be manifest in my life. In that is a hindrance to shine for me from shining lord my god i break free from it today in the name of jesus my god my god i purpose to shine i purpose to shine i declare in my life oh god Oh, I I am the glory of God. I am the glory of God. Manda de Kaya Oh, 